we've really taken the thoughtful approach of what do our clients need and what do our members need and build it in a way that um, that is going to result in a long-term relationship. So, you know, instead of spending a lot on marketing, our business is focused around our team and that's where we're building. Hey, welcome to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. My Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. I am here with Stephen George. Stephen is the CEO and founder of Circus. Uh, Stephen, welcome to My Company Story. Hey, Don. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, let me tell everyone about Circus first. It's a, a customer activation platform that connects businesses and consumers to consumers and to acquire, engage, and retain their ideal customers. And through uh, the Circus platform, businesses can source authentic feedback on products, promote events, and drive in-store foot traffic. Uh, but now also, Stephen will talk about a new uh, app that's coming out, the small businesses need to help now more than ever called Circus Local. Uh, and they're in the final stage of developing the product as we record this. And uh, it's designed to help support small businesses in exactly the same way that they need to thrive. Uh, and Circus Local will drive repeat businesses and customer loyalty. Did I have that more or less right, Stephen? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good. I'll have you tell a little bit more about it. But first, let me give you some facts, though. The company was founded in 2015, 50 employees, offices in LA and Abu Dhabi, and about 1,000 customers, uh, over 1,000 customers, and uh, over 240,000 customer activations, and 22,000 events and offers uh, promoted on uh, the platform so far. So with that kind of a grounding or setup, Stephen, I'll have you uh, talk a little bit about your, uh, if you wanted to say any more on that and tell us about your ideal customers. Yeah, well, again, thanks for having me. Um, so yeah, Circus was designed as, like you said, a consumer activation platform. So we wanted to develop products that allowed us to connect our clients, meaning businesses, uh, with their ideal consumers and customers. Um, and so we did that through our initial product, uh, which was event-based really giving our members access to events that brands were hosting um, in a way to connect them in person. Then we expanded that to uh, di a digital offering that allowed brands to connect with customers digitally. Um, and then we are now launching yeah, our third and uh, exciting new product called Circus Local, um, which really drives uh, customers and you know, our members into small businesses. Um, to you know, drive that repeat business and, and consumer loyalty. That's great, Stephen. And Stephen, tell us a little bit about your background. I mean, how did you happen to, to get to where you are today? I mean, you're, you're a fairly young guy. What happened in your earlier career and, and how did you, what led you up to, to, to starting this company or buying this company? So I was fortunate uh, in my early 20s, when I was actually 20, um, I started with Groupon back in Chicago um, when I was still in school. And I was uh, fortunate to be one of the uh, original founding team members, first five team members to, to join that company in 2008. And we saw, uh, we saw some amazing growth over the, the next couple of years up until our IPO end of 2011. And so I learned a lot, uh, not only about operating a business, uh, growing a startup to large scale enterprise, but also um, during tough economic times, um, what do businesses need? What do, um, how, what's the best way to connect, you know, with a, with a business as a consumer when you're really looking at every dollar you're spending and, um, 
so that's that's kind of what's led me to uh, to circus today. Wow, that's great, Stephen. So you've really, I mean, you learned in the fire of uh, in a hot fire back in uh, 2008 with Groupon, the beginning of that that a wonderful company, and then going through the IPO stage and and the the lessons you must have learned. Then did you you left uh, Groupon after the IPO, and then what did you do after that? Yeah, so I left right before the IPO. Right before. Uh, there's some advantages to doing that. Um, so you're able to participate in the, the public offering. Um, and I went on, started looking at other startups that I wanted to get involved with uh, as either an angel investor, advisor, and you know, potentially um, look for my own next, um, next project. And that led me through years of traveling to 50 plus countries, um, meeting with entrepreneurs and different um, projects all over the world, um, back to the U.S., uh, where there's a lot of great innovation happening. And and now based out of Los Angeles, uh, we're running Circus. And it's really due to uh, great lessons learned in in uh, my time with, with Groupon and how to connect with brands um, and how to offer you know the value um, on the consumer side that drives that that engagement and that connection, um, even through tough times. So, um, so, so Stephen, are there similarities between Circus and Groupon? And if so, or, or what are the similarities and or the differences between the two? And it's a very different time right now, or it's kind of a similar time with being a, a tough economic environment. Talk, talk a little bit about that if you could. Yeah, so in terms of the business itself, well, I think Circus and Groupon, both uh, platforms where you're connecting brands and uh, consumers. And, you know, Groupon takes a more direct approach as it's an e-com platform and you can transact there. Uh, Circus takes of a more marketing uh, platform approach where you're, you're driving that direct connection from the consumer directly to the business. And so that, that transaction is not happening on the Circus platform like it does on the Groupon platform. Uh, so that's a, that's a difference. Um, and then when you think about the times, uh, both tough economic times. Um, very recently with, uh, with COVID impacting, uh, you know, the world economy. Um, and so, you know, this isn't when we started Circus, like Groupon that started right in the heart of, you know, to the end of 2008. Um, but I think, you know, we are looking at um, our clients in the same way that Groupon was, which is, how are they going to survive? How are they going to make it? How can they still invest in their customers in the way that they need to um, with shoestring budgets? And so you have to have a business model that, um, that takes into account um, the challenges that the customers, um, meaning those businesses are going to have. And so this value-based um, performance pricing that we have um, uh, is, is one approach that we take. So Stephen, let's dive in that a little bit more then with the with your your value based uh, model. Then give us an example or walk us through a typical type of a customer. Is it a is it a hairdresser who's got like you know a salon or is it a manufacturing firm or what's a typical customer? And then what do you what is what have you done or what does Circus do for that customer? Yeah, so uh, consumer facing brands. So less on like the the you know heavy manufacturing side, but more on. Uh, consumer-facing products and um, and services. Um, so, so th we, those that are sold online or sold in stores or both. Well, that's why we develop multiple products because 
some some brands have uh, a strong physical presence some have a strong or purely digital presence and so we wanted to develop products across the board that would allow brands to connect with with consumers um, so our events product allows you as an individual to connect with a brand at uh, at an event at an experience at an activation um, so in person uh, digital offers that product we we developed uh, last year that was really designed for brands that don't have a physical presence, right? They don't have a retail shop. They don't have, um, you know, a large scale events and they're just selling direct to consumer um, digitally. Um, and our newest product, which we're really excited about Circus Local, that is focused on the brick and mortar uh, centric businesses, meaning like the main street businesses, but that also could have a, a digital presence. So there's a, there's a hybrid now. Um, and it's a, just about connecting customers um, in a way that makes sense. So with COVID, you obviously had to make a transition from offline to online. Um, and we think there are a lot of brands that are still going to invest in offline through physical retail. So, so would, it be, would it be like down the street from me, there's a shoe store called Runner's High. It's owned by an individual. He sells running shoes in there. Would he be the customer or would it be the shoe manufacturer that would be your customer? No, it would be uh, Runner's High. Yeah, runner's High. So Runner's, so, so runners they High, they've got be on our platform. Yeah, they they, would, so tell us about that. How would that look? Yeah, so they're, um, they're running a campaign. They're looking to acquire customers and engage customers. So on the Circus app, they might be running a, a, a digital offer that says, you purchase a product, you purchase a pair of shoes from, from our store, and we'd like you to create content for us because we no longer can afford to hire an agency to do it, but we want content from actual customers. You do that and you get some sort of cash reward. So you're earning like cash back. Um, now that same physical business is also running on the Circus Local app because every time a customer comes in through discovering that, that running shop on our app, uh, the member is getting a scaled incentive. So they're, the first time they come in, they're gonna get maybe 5% cash back. The second time, 10% cash back the third time 15% cash back. And we've, we've scaled it up because the huge differentiator that we find between a lot of other platforms out there that are, that are providing marketing is you wanna drive customer loyalty. And loyalty starts to exist after 2.2 engagements. Mm. Meaning you interact with the brand over two, two times, that's when loyalty can start to exist. Right, so if I'm going to that shoe store once, I may go back, twice, probably three times, I'm going there for all my shoes from now on. That kind of idea. And based on the data that we have and that we've collected from you know, the thousands and hundreds of thousands of activations we've done, uh, yet that is exactly correct. It's that it takes that third visit to build loyalty. Now that doesn't mean it automatically happens, but it means it can start to exist after more than two visits. And so Great. we are focused, Circus platform is focused on driving that, on making sure you get there and then the business has to take it from there. Right, right. So Stephen, what, what trends do you see going on? I mean, you've certainly seen from 2008 with Groupon and then all what you've been doing after that and now with this trend happening today, where do you see or can you see down a year, three years, five years down the road, where is this leading? Where is it going to be going for the guy that owns the shoe store and or for you as a marketing? Well, I think one thing I learned very early in my career was that businesses 
need marketing solutions that are still profitable for them uh, for sustainability. And so something that we're seeing is that brands during COVID have had to make this digital shift. Uh, for example, let's take a restaurant because that's a, a big focus of Circus Local. Restaurants can't afford all the services that they're paying 50, 60, 70% fees on. Uh, the delivery platforms, the, dis, you know, the reservation platforms, uh, whatever those fees are, it's above their profit margin. So you have to understand what money the business has to play with in, in terms of customer acquisition and, and retention. And so we take that into account. We make sure the pricing is fair. We make sure that it is below the profit margin because we want it to be profitable, it to be a profitable relationship on both sides because we expect to work with that business for the next five years. I Some see. platforms do not. But you're not asking that restaurant owner to give up his, uh, his open table or Yelp reviews and all of that though, are you? I mean, you're adding on to that in addition, aren't you? No, we're, we're saying that you as a small business have a lot of, a lot of different platforms out there. You're, you're probably using five to seven different tools to help you run your business and grow your business. Uh, there's definitely consolidation that's going to happen in the market. And so we see Circus as a platform that can uh, provide some of that consolidation. You provide customer uh, validation. You can provide uh, user-generated content. You can provide customer loyalty, all done through a single platform. So we are definitely aggregating and, and uh, consolidating a lot of the services that are out there because it's just unmanageable and unaffordable. I see. And that's where you say the trend is going to, there's so many different out there. What you're really doing is bringing it all together and making it a very easy and, and cost-effective way for that small business to market his firm, given the plethora of all the different options he has out there. Yeah. Yeah. Because one other service might be affordable, but two or three that we've put all into a single platform and made sure it's profitable. Those combined are, are typically not. And Got so- it. Yeah, that's where the challenge I think is. Interesting. Stephen, can you tell us, speaking of challenges, I ask everyone who comes on the show that, about the challenges that you have faced and how you've overcome them. So let's talk a little bit about you as the CEO and owner and founder of Circus. What challenges did you face and how did you overcome them with the company that you're running right now or even in the past? What, tell us about that if you could. You know, the, the challenges I think for a lot of companies is where to invest. And so we have really focused on uh, investing in our core team and our core technology um, because, you know, we've taken this, we, we, we launched a company back in 2015. We've really taken the thoughtful approach of what do our, our clients need and what do our members need and build that and build it in a way that, um, that is going to result in a long-term relationship. So, you know, instead of spending a lot on marketing, spending, um, you know, a lot in other areas, we really, our business is focused around our team and that's where we're building a great product because of the team that we have. So that's, that's something that um, was a conscious decision we had to make. It's do we try to grow at all costs? And I, I'm sure a lot of startups have gone through that. Well, do I try to grow no matter what, or do I try to grow profitably? Do I try to grow in uh, in a meaningful way? And so we, we realize that you know if you grow a little slower, um, but you make sure you grow with the right team and you are building um, you know essentially additional products instead of having to kind of constantly pivot your strategy, um, you know it ends up 
long-term in a time like this that's challenging for so many companies to even survive, um, we feel more optimistic than ever. So really, what I hear you saying, I think, is that is that grow at a steady pace. Don't just go crazy and break everything and fix it later behind in the, in your wake, but get it going out there and make make sure you have the right team around you and really bring that team up along with you and and, and grow that way. Yeah, and just the the number of team members does not matter as much as the quality. I see, I see. And, and so what are some of the other challenges? Are there others that come to mind that would be universal across all businesses that you may, you've learned or that you'd like to pass along? You know, I think um, continue to connect with your customers. I think it's so important to continue to connect with whomever they are, whether you're a B2C or a B2B, you need to continue those relationships, uh, especially in tough times, because even the the smallest gesture, the, the email to check in, uh, it goes a long way. And when, when everyone comes out of this, uh, I think that's what's going to be remembered more than anything. And how are you working with your staff during this time? I mean, what's the communication sound like between you and your other team members when this first broke out and now we've been in it for a few months now? I mean, what, is there been a difference there? Or how, do, how is that interaction going? We've definitely learned uh, how to communicate even better being remote. Um, and our team is still uh, working remote right now. Um, now, we had that kind of at our core because we have an office early on as a young startup uh, overseas in Abu Dhabi, which is where our platform is also live in, in the UAE. Um, and so we've always kind of worked with individuals outside of our, our headquarters here in Los Angeles. Now with COVID and through the remainder of the year, we're, we're continuing to stay remote. Um, you know, we've definitely learned how to communicate um, even better. Do you think you'll be going back to a physical office? And if so, why? I think uh, it's important to come together uh, as a team. I think some collaboration and some outcomes that, you know, you're, you're really looking for in a, in a startup when you're really trying to solve a lot of problems. Um, they they happen, I think, in my mind, uh, better in person. And so, you know, I expect us to have a physical presence of some sort. Uh, what that means in terms of, you know, a workstation for every person and, and five days a week in the office or um, more of we're coming together for team meetings and, you know, all hands and, uh, you know, having each day a different team um, uh, or different department in the office is still, uh, you know, still being figured out. But yeah, I think we'll, we'll have a physical presence because it is important to come together. Yeah, I'll bet. And how about recruiting or finding employees or onboarding employees during this time? Have you found that to be challenging or has that gone fairly smooth? No, I think we uh, as a team, when we have someone new join and we've had many new employees come on board um, in the past few months since we've been working remote, uh, again, you have to kind of embrace uh, virtually. And so we've had to learn how to do that and, and really keep us all connected. And so I don't think that that's been a challenge in terms of onboarding. When, when it comes to recruiting, uh, we now have an even wider pool. You know, we're not confined to 15 miles uh, in any direction from our office. So we actually, I think, are, are going to have access to a much larger uh, talent pool, which is what uh, is one of the exciting parts of, of being able to work um, remotely as we are. 
Yeah, I think we're all going to learn that there are some very good things that we've learned these lessons uh, during this uh, tough time on all of us, but there are some good things that come out of it. And, and just like you articulated with finding employees anywhere in the world now that could work for you and, and an office is for a, maybe a very different reason than it was uh, just six months ago. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I agree. Well, Stephen, anything else you'd like to pass along to, uh, to anyone listening? And, and I would like you to, to mention what's the best way to get a hold of you and, and for your new app. If there are customers that wanted to look into uh, to getting onto Circus Local, what's the best way to go about doing that? So I just want to say, you know, we are here to support any, any business uh, that is, you know, really excited and looking to connect with their customers, um, whether it's in person or, or digitally. Um, so if there are any, any businesses out there that, you know, um, think we might be able to help, love to get in touch with you. Um, the best way to connect with me is uh, just shoot me a message on LinkedIn. I'll, I'll definitely uh, get back to you. Great. And uh, Stephen, uh, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, George, uh, and with Circus, S-U-R-K-U-S is how you spell Circus. Is that right? Yeah. A lot of fun spellings. Uh, <laughs> but absolutely, yeah. Circus, S-U-R-K-U-S. Uh, our new app, Circus Local, is launching in July. So we're, we're excited about that. And thanks for letting us share our story. Great. Thanks, Stephen. Great having you as a guest. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to My Company Story. We have new episodes coming out every week, so please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Thanks for listening. <laughs>